we now want to kind of switch gears to thinking about MLB in the here and now. And we want to pose a question to you that we pose to pretty much all of our guests. And it's about the state of MLB popularity. Over time, Major League Baseball, the popularity has been slowly but steadily declining. Uh, Baseball, at one point in time, was the most popular sport in America. It was the pastime, and unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, You know, ever since the 70s, really, World Series viewerships, it's just been going down and down. And even the home run battle between Sosa and McGuire kind of jolted up a little bit, but still over time, it's just like slowly but steadily declining. Mason, what can MLB do to reverse that popularity trend? Ooh, I mean, what is like they, uh, I think on average, there's only like 14 minutes of gameplay in baseball, but the it's, it's a tough thing. I think market marketing the players. I think I think to get to get baseball to be more popular is for MLB needs to market their players better. They need to get like the Otani's out there. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, because they they missed out like on like marketing like Trout like like big time. Oh I mean, yeah, it's it's like the players have to do their own marketing. Mm-hmm. It's but. MLB needs to step in and they and they need to show fans like I mean, like the players are players are normal people but just have badass jobs. And, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was pretty much like to get the players to be like more like personable and I think that and I think that like what like y- you guys are doing doing like what I'm doing like to get to get like to get stories like of baseball fans and then like baseball players like out in front of other fans like that they can become more like attached to players and then there's like more more storylines and it just pretty much just like the whole like the like the whole like the like the marketing aspect of it Mm -hmm. yeah so just Go all in on marketing, lift yeah. the blackouts, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's blackouts the dumbest suck. They do suck. They're the dumbest thing ever, man. Uh, yeah. And are are you in favor of the universal DH? I am. I actually like yeah. that. There you go. I, I mean, like yeah. I mean, we did get to see Zach Greinke get a hit in the in the world series yep. <laughs> and he was yep. very very happy he smiled for the first time in months <laughs> you, Probably. You know, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah but i mean you know it, it's got to happen it's action you know yeah. because you know when you watch a game and you're like a super super casual fan you equate action with balls being in the field of play and yep. you know hits and home runs when you become more diehard you under you are zoned in and you watch the pitch counts it's just like oh man he threw a four seam oh man he oh man that was a slider it's like that not everyone's like that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know no no, yeah. no one's dialing in like that i mean it's the three true outcome players the joey gallows of the world <laughs> They're ruining baseball. Yeah. Sorry, Travis. <laughs> uh, ruining a door. So we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 
you know i just had to jab at, at, at yeah so they baby face joey gallo so oh man it's all good <laughs> yeah i mean i mean what are your opinions on well i, I guess we'll shift into the lockout now because not if but when the lockout eventually ends which it will eventually end i mean as of this recording date february the 3rd it just seems like they can't get their freaking act together um (laughs) but when they're having like what like a federal judge an arbiter man to to act as as an arbiter here in this (laughs) like it's it's gotten that ugly at this point that they that decides knowing it's at stake it's like okay we're too stubborn to deal with this somebody come in and be the voice of reason for us <sighs> i have no idea like what's gonna happen it, it i mean because my 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 prediction like from when like the offseason um started was that the lockout would end on march 1st and okay and that's be i mean i knew that there's a lot of things that they they like like have to go over it. and i know how stubborn the owners are and i know the players want i mean like certain amount of money and like a certain certain things and i i did not think that they would call a federal guy in to come help but <laughs> i mean and and honestly like I, I think this is their like third or fourth time talking and they already <laughs> have to call someone in which is which is comical but it, it's like <laughs> But I think March first, and I think there might be games delayed. But that's. But if it ends March first, you can still get three, three, four weeks of spring training, and it'll just be shortened a little bit. But that's just my that's just that's my prediction. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. At the beginning, I thought nothing was going to be in jeopardy, and now my latest prediction in our. You know, most recent episode was everything was going to get pushed back two weeks. But you, I mean, you never know. These these teams don't have a good history with each other. I mean, mm. I think the players' association, them taking lowering the service time off the table, that was the big, that was the huge big step. Which yeah. is still, it's still a scam, but they at least took that off the table and so it's like okay now we can actually talk and they're they're not meeting in the middle and it's uh but when it when they do eventually get it together there is going to probably be rule changes um yeah you, you know the universal dh is probably a given and it is for the better sorry travis i know you like <laughs> strategy and <laughs> the chess match <laughs> we want to play checkers I mean, it was a, it was a cool <laughs> yeah it's been cool, yeah. Historically, the the differences yeah, yeah. between the two, but I think you know they the the quality of the game demands change for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but one of the things that might also happen is expanded playoffs. Uh, Mason, yeah. are you open to a twelve team, fourteen team playoff format? I like it how it is. I yeah, I yeah, I can't see it be be be, be any different because. Well, because when there was the expanded, well, I mean, I guess I did. So, like in twenty twenty, like when they had the expanded playoffs, and see, like uh, for the first round, uh, the Cubs got swept by the Marlins, and no one thought that was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, like which I mean, like which kind of gives it like the what if factor, like for like the smaller teams, but it's uh, I like how it is, honestly. 
Mm-hmm. So you you like it how it is. And when you say you like it how it is, like you like it exactly how it is. Like one game wild cards, winners of all the divisions. Yep. Exactly. Exactly how it is. Wow. See, I think I like 10 the way it is. But in my opinion is, you know, screw the divisions and you just have American League and, um, you know, National League. Because... So like- uh, 15 15 well no 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 yeah yeah well yeah so 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 uh, so what i'm saying is divisions were put in place because back in the day travel was more costly you put teams in divisions so that way they can play teams closer to each other more frequently but nowadays everybody's got you know what you know bent you know you know top of the notch planes and travel's not a not a problem anymore and so the way I want to see it, what I think would be cool, and they're probably not going to do it because division winners going to the playoffs, that is a big break for a lot of teams because they can bank on AL Central, NL Central, going to the playoffs. This is a very recent example, but I'm for like top teams with the best records in each okay. league going, period. I it's like, kind of like, a, like you know, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, kind of like the NBA. In the NBA, divisions are meaningless. It's like top eight teams each, each in each side go, period. And it's just it rewards, you know, the think about last year, the Dodgers and the Giants. They win like over 105 games each. And what the Dodgers yeah. have to be in a do or die wild card? <laughs> I mean, and they win like what over true. 100 games i mean come on <laughs> it's like i don't know but that's it, it's never gonna happen but um it, it does seem like they're gonna go to 12 and at least in the shortened season in 2020 the houston astros with a losing record went to the playoffs <laughs> and they went to the alcs <laughs> so yeah. hey i mean i don't know but uh so I mean that that's probably going to happen. Um, do you are you one of those guys who do you, are you okay with the shift? Do you not like the shift in baseball? I mean, it's it's tough. Uh, mm. I I like it for the fact of the defense. I mean. You can play a shift, but not like an absolute like unreal shift. Like mm-hmm. let's say like having so let's say Joey Gallo's up and you have okay. your sh- shortstop playing in like like shallow <laughs> right field, <laughs> and yeah. then uh, like then you have like your your third baseman playing like middle. Like that's <laughs> that that's a little bit that's a little bit <laughs> wild. But I mean like yeah yeah I mean I like. I like the idea of like the shift, like where like you can't like cross, like straight up the middle, mm-hmm. but and then like then you have to play like on the dirt. If that there you go, yeah, yeah. So would you be? I mean, would you be open to a limit on the shift, i.e., yeah. two infielders at all times on each side of second base? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that way you can still you can still move, but you can't like do stupid shifts where it's just like yeah. everyone Joey exactly. Gallo style. Exactly. Yeah. 
I think that's fair. I don't know why teams just don't bunt down the foul line. It's like, okay, if you're going to shift on me, I'm just going to exactly boop, you know, <laughs> get an easy base. And exactly. then <laughs> I don't know, man, but uh, we'll see. Uh, man, collective bargaining. It's, it's good that it happened. You know, Kurt flood sacrificed his career. So that way they can have free agency. Marvin Miller, uh, you know, negotiated the first CBA. Um, have you seen Ken Burns's baseball documentary, Mason? Uh, when I was younger, I, mm. I haven't seen it since since I was probably around tw- twelve years old. Like right when I first, uh, it's probably twelve, twelve to fourteen around that age. But not, I mean, but not in a while. Yeah, it's a it's it's a good one, man. It's long, but it's. Cool. I need to rewatch it. I recently rewatched it, and when I say I recently, I rewatched it in the past. Man, I rewatched it three years ago. It really is good. And man, back in the day, there was um, the reserve clause. You know, there mm-hmm. wasn't free agency. <laughs> And it, it is the stupidest thing ever. And baseball continues to be the stupidest thing ever because they still have six years control. Yep. And, it, and it, it seems like that's going to happen. There's going to be a pre-arb pool, pre-arbitration pool, which is good because if you're a really good player like Aaron Judge and you're like top 30 and more, then you can make a few million dollars, which is better than 500 grand. But man baseball it's just so much going against it but yep anyway we digress um just kind of wrapping things up here uh you know whenever baseball starts major league baseball which it will start what are your predictions for the 2022 major league baseball you know what i haven't even thought about that because i mean because (laughs) because i'm just hoping that i mean because i'm just hoping that baseball comes back but I mean, like for yeah, me, like I mean, like I mean, for like the one thing that I want and like that I can see is that the Seattle mm-hmm. Mariners making the playoffs. That is like one of the one things that I want to see happen. And I, I can see. Well, well, let's say because we still have half of. I mean, I mean, a lot of the free agents still open. So I mean, like I really can't say like what exactly like my predictions are. But I know I want the Mariners to make the playoffs and Chris Bryant sign with, with Seattle. That's what I there want. There you go. There you go, man. Maybe via the wild card. I mean, the I mean the Astros are still a good team, even without Correa. I mean, JV's back. So yep. you know, yeah, I think I don't know. I don't know about the Rangers. I mean, they got Seeger and and God, who's that other guy's name? He could play right. second. Uh, Simeon. Marcus Simeon. Simeon. Yeah. So Trevor Simeon. No, no. Mar- yeah. Marcus Simeon. There you go. The guy Mar- hit Marcus. The guy Simeon. hit over 40 bombs last year. So yep. Trav. Appreciate the correction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, the Rangers guard, they got their big three Garcia, Seager, Seager, and, you know, Simeon. They're going to hit a lot of bombs, but they're going to give up a lot of bombs too. <laughs> I think the uh, yeah I think the AL West is still just too strong, and you see teams yeah like the the 
the Astros are probably the favorites again for the AOS next year. Yeah. The uh, the Mariners are going to be improved. Um, I think you know you you may see a bit of a uh, a bump up in the uh, um, in the uh, in the uh, the LA Angels. Um, mm-hmm. I but so yeah, I think it's just you're still looking at probably a 500 team next year for yeah. the Texas Rangers. Um, they'll certainly be competitive. I think you know they'll have have quite a few series that they win. They'll have quite a few series that they lose. Uh, they're not going to look embarrassing out there, but they're just going to have like kind of the the notable missing pieces to really be a playoff team next year. So uh, I think it's certainly it's a step forward with with those guys coming in with the uh, with the farm system the way it is uh, now, like really kind of like being the day and night difference in just a year um, after the way they worked the trade market this past season. Um, I think you know there's there's a bright future for the Rangers, but next year is still a building year. Uh, before you know, we really started to see the fruits of the labor come through in 2023. Mm-hmm. There you go. And so, but but what about the Cubs? I know you're a Cubs fan. Yep. Do you oh, do yeah. you do you agree with the direction they're going? Because last year they got rid of everybody. Oh, and when I say everybody, sad, <laughs> sad Friday, the Thursday Friday, like so oh, right when the Cubs got i mean like the first person that they got rid of was anthony rizzo yeah to yeah. the yankees okay yeah, that yeah. was that was the <laughs> most hurtful thing i have probably i have i've ever felt and then the, uh, and then and after that like we just like everyone knew that it was just like they were gonna get rid of everyone <laughs> but i mean like with the rebuild um i it's i mean we did have our i mean we did get our world series win yep um i mean like we finished first in the division like three years and it was and we went to like the nlcs and it like we had our run yes so now i am definitely in with like what they're doing and you just you just gotta trust the process it's hard Strobro, to say, but man. dude, I am excited for him. I am super yeah. excited for him up there. That guy can talk crap, man. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Hey, man, he has no filter. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I like oh, the guy. Oh, yeah. There you go. He's a guy that can grow the game. Yep, exactly. Sure. And like that is perfect for and it is perfect. It is perfect to have him up up on I guess like up in Chicago, like on on the north side. Oh yeah, the north side, baby. Uh, when the Cubs did win a magical World Series in 2016, uh, where were you when that happened? Uh, so I was um I was at a friend's house, and um so when game four, it was game four. No, it, uh, game five. So they won game five. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Like they have to win out. So I, I did not change. I wore the same clothes for three days straight. <laughs> and yeah, so I was at a friend's house and then like when they, uh, so like when they won, I had no idea like what to do. I, I, I just started, I just like broke down and cried and I was so happy. And it was just like, I, I, could not believe what just happened and that oh, was no. it was absolutely unreal i know 
Chris Bryant threw that ball to Anthony Rizzo for the last out. Oh, I was watching. Yeah. You know, I was watching that game. Everybody was. Everybody wanted the Cubs yeah. win. You yeah. Know? Yeah, man. Getting the Indians slash Guardians down again. They can't catch it's a break. Unbelievable. Nope. Oh yeah. LeBron James. Even he couldn't will the. <laughs> Yeah, Cleveland baseball team to to win. The curse was bro- <laughs> he was in the stands. The curse was broken. Uh, it is it is nice when your team wins. I got to experience yep. it in 2017 and live in bliss. And then we all know what happened after that. But when your team finally does win, it, it it's amazing. You know, yes. Yeah. I I hope Trav that you experience that sometime in the next 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, man i hope so too <laughs> i'm being generous man hey the new park is a good first step get the new park 72 degrees in ac it will happen man i'm telling yep. you yes the rangers did not have a good team last year but man they packed that place throughout the entire oh, yeah. season like people the the novelty aspect of globe life field was there mm-hmm. and people wanted to go experience it. So I think, you know, they're taking the right steps in terms of building a better product uh, on the field to keep people uh, going there and saying like, Hey, we're really serious uh, about a rebuild in a new direction now uh, with, uh, with some of the front office changes. So uh, I think it is a, it is a good time to be a Rangers fan. Yep. Yep. You know, it on the uppity up, man, for sure. Um, so, you know, you know, as we're wrapping up here, Mason, we were going to, I had marked down a question asking about the aspirations of loaded bases, but you already asked, but but you already answered that earlier in this interview. So I'm kind of throwing a curveball at you as the final question of this interview. You recently tweeted out that you had, uh, you have an, uh, an opportunity to coach little league baseball. Is that correct? Yep. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm starting to coach little league baseball this year. Dude. What do you hope to get out of that? I just hope that the kids don't kill me, but we're, <laughs> yeah, because I am coaching uh, se- seven-year-olds, so, well, they're, uh, I mean, like, I have never coached before, and I am just doing this, like, without, like, the knowledge of, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, pretty, pretty much of, like, how to do it, and, and all I want is that, is that the kids have fun, and just for them to enjoy baseball. There you go, man. Uh, you know, literally being a coach, man, and, and, and it's seven years old. You know, you're not going to you're probably going to still get some parents who expect their kids to, you know, you probably just have to have that sign up where it's like, hey, there are no scouts at this game. You know, the goal is to have fun. You know, your yep. kids are not professionals, but learning the basics. Yeah, exactly. Man. I, I am the coach. You're the parent. I'm doing be, my uh, best. <laughs> I will be coaching them and giving the orders out there yep. on the field. Uh, and uh, I will do my best, but you will be on the other side of the fence in the stands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And if you win, not if, but when you put a kid in the nine hole, you can say no. He's not the worst. He's the secondary leadoff man. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, that is a school of thought that some teams do, and it, it is effective. So, but man, that's cool, man. Look at you, you know, rocking and rolling with, with little league 
coaching, that's going to be a whole nother, um, you know, episode and, you know, are just in your life. And I can't wait to hear about how that goes, but you got that going for you, the pod, repping it up in Yakima, Washington, a land that is foreign to us, but apparently as hopheads such as Trav and I, that is something, some place that we got to go because that's where all yep. that place is hopping. Literally. <laughs> literally. 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 So, <laughs> yeah, dude, man. And on that note, Mason, this was awesome, man. Thank you so much for, for coming on the pod, man. Dude, thanks for having me. It's been, it, it, it's been a blast for sure. hundred percent. I will do it yeah. again. Yeah, dude. We've loved it. And so let our audience know where, uh, where can they find you, um, on your different social media, any places where you, your podcast is present. How can they get in touch with, uh, with load bases and start following you? So for my social medias, uh, Twitter and Instagram are at loaded bases pod. Uh, I have a website. It's loadedbasespodcast.com. Um, then you can find uh, my my podcast on Spotify, Apple. Um, I'm on YouTube. Um, you can find me on Amazon, Alexa, all of those. And then, yeah, just go give me a follow. And, yeah, just enjoy it. Dope, man. We, uh, we really appreciate, uh, yeah, you're you coming out here tonight, cutting it up with us. And I think yeah, we've, we've all had a good time and we can't uh, wait to be in touch with you again, have yep. you on for future episodes, uh, chat, just all things, uh, all things baseball and uh, yeah. Continue to build the network here at no doubter. Uh, so friends, thank you all so much for joining us again here on another episode of no doubter. Uh, it's been me, Travis T-Bone Lawfully, Barry Boom Bostick, your co-host Mason Hall from loaded bases. Uh, if you've really enjoyed this episode, uh, once again, our podcast is available on like Mason's on all major platforms, wherever you get them, go and give us a five-star review or really just any star, uh, and let us know how, uh, how you enjoyed it. Uh, give us feedback as to what we can improve and make better as we move forward here. We are available on Facebook and no doubter podcast like us there. Follow us on Twitter at no doubter pod and also Instagram at no doubter pod. Boom's available at boombostic 21 I'm available at Travis Lawfully. Social media. We have a Patreon. About to revamp it with some new options there. We can kind of get a sense of what we're about there. Take a look at our lowest tier if you're interested. And go ahead and uh, maybe consider joining. Start being a part of the No Doubter community that we're building here. Like we said, we're going to be revamping that soon where there'll be even more options and kind of just more value that comes out of that community. Uh here throughout 2022 we have a merch store as well our partner at t public has done a great job in putting together uh t-shirts hoodies sweaters uh wall flags mugs all sorts of little knickknacks on there that you can uh you can get to sport the no doubter brand and tell your friends and your family about what we're doing here we would love to have your support there you'll see all those links in the description below for this episode boom Close us out like we do with every episode. Yes, uh, this was a very special episode. And, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you go into your life, uh, you know, uh, be like Mason, be like us. Uh, you know, you never know unless you try. So when you step up to the plate, that 400, always swing for the fences. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, good, good night, everybody. And we'll see you all next week. This episode of No Data was produced by... Eric Bostick and Travis Lockley, and edited by Travis Bostick. 
Our logo was designed by Lindsay Silbrick.